everyone, Steven Jensen here with Jesse Davin in audio form right here as well. Welcome to our SummerSlam and NXT predictions. This is going to be interesting considering I haven't really watched much WWE lately. So we'll see how this goes. Um, we'll get into the predictions here in a second. We're going to give away some stuff for us at Rumble.com. Before we get into everything, Jesse, how you doing? Can anyone hear Jesse right now? She said her stuff is glitching, so we're going to give Jesse a second. Um, before, um, while we're trying to figure that out with Jesse, let me read out a couple super chats, because I know we had some before the show started. We had, let's see here, I know Corey sent some. So we had a super chat from Corey right at the top of the show, before we got started, says... Sending lots of love, prayers, and positive vibes for everyone in the chat. Jesse and Steven and your families. Just got a lot going on. Hope the chat will be great. Go Lashley and Roman. Thank you very much for that, Corey. And he also sent another one uh, plugging Jesse's OnlyFans, which is OnlyFans.com slash Buckeye. Says, thank you, Steven, for all you do at Fightful. I, I appreciate that very much, Corey. Always good to see you in here, man. And then Kenny the Bastard with the Super Chat. I'm a depressed Kenny today. We'll talk about that in a second, Kenny. Um, Jesse is calling me back. Let me see if I can get her on here. Can you hear me, Jesse? Yes. Okay, let me make sure that you can see me as well. Um, Sorry, my computer's like freaking out. No, you're good. Um, it's still on? Is like, are we still live? Yeah, we're live. We're live. Um. Can y'all hear Jesse in the chat right now? Let me uh, let me know. I called on my phone. I wonder why I don't have the option to screen share for you right now, because you can't see my uh, you can't see my screen, but you can hear me okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, let's uh, let's see if the chat can hear. I mean, they should be able to hear you. I mean, I, I just saw that Kenny, that bastard, gave us a super chat. Yes, it says I'm. I'm. I think he means I'm yeah. A to press Kenny today. Yeah, it's it's working. So I can I can see the chat, but I can't see the screen. Yeah, I, I, for some reason Skype's not letting me screen share with you. I don't know. I don't know why. But let me allow incoming video because I can share screen. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can hear me, we're all right. Yeah, yeah, we're good. I don't really need to see anything, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, for anyone who's in here, just kind of confirm that you can hear me and Jesse okay, because we're obviously having some technical difficulties at the moment, but, um, but yeah, how you doing today, Jesse? Doing good, man. School has got me hustling and bustling, super busy. Like, oh my god, like, I've had no time to do anything else, which is almost, it's kind of nice, though, because it's, like, time is going by really fast. Um, but, yeah, so my kids in school, oh my god, mornings here are chaos. It's just me getting her and the baby ready to walk to school. It's nuts. It's wild. It's, like, but it's crazy chaos. But, yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. Good deal. Um, it's getting, uh notepad set up we are doing a contest today y'all um i read out Corey super chats a second ago while we were uh trying to get 
you figured out on the Skype thing. Oh, you did? Okay, um, good. So, and he basically just plugged your OnlyFans and said, uh, hopes he, we all have a good day, hope our families have a good day. All the, oh. all the normal positive Corey stuff. Aw, Corey, we appreciate you. Yes. Um, <laughs> Kenny says, Jesse lagging Nikon budget cuts. Does that mean she's lagging like you can't hear the audio when, like, like you're hearing it later? Or does that mean... Uh, just like the stream was lagging. I think it means the stream was lagging, because I don't know why you'd be lagging your audio. It wouldn't make any sense Yeah. Um, at this point. But, Kenny, thank you very much for another super chat. We appreciate it's that. Funny. Um, We can uh, basically, for the Wrestle Rumble contest today, y'all, um, let me get it pulled up on the screen so you can see it. I had to... <clears throat> so, for everyone watching right now, we got the SummerSlam Pick'em Contest over at WrestleRumble.com. The first place prize is $1,000 cash. Second and third both get $100 each. So $1,200 total available right now at WrestleRumble.com. We're going to be giving away one free entry for that. And whoever wins the free entry is going to also get... We're going to throw you in the, in the hat for <clears throat> this belt giveaway. So we'll give you one entry to the belt giveaway as well. They're giving away three full-sized, real-deal replica title belts. They are all the Winged Eagle Championship belts with different colored straps, doing the same with the mini versions um, for second place prize. So the way we're going to do that, as normal, um, we are going to, if you send any super chat of uh, less than $10, we're going to put your name in the hat twice. If you send any super chats totaling more than $10, then we'll put your name in the hat three times. And if you just say in the chat you want a shot at the Wrestle Rumble contest, just say Wrestle Rumble in the chat. That'll get you one shot. Basically, we take all these names. At the end of the show, we put them in a name, a random name generator. Hit the button. Whoever pops up is going to get a free entry for the SummerSlam Pick'em contest as well as the belt giveaway. So we should already have... I know Corey's already sent us $20 worth, so we're going to throw no. his name on there. Sorry, go ahead, Jesse. I was just doing math. <laughs> so I so that'd be four because he's already twenty bucks so that'd be sorry three six. and three six so I'm gonna put Corey on there times six we've got Kenny on there times three three for the two less than twenty two the total less than ten plus the plus the one for just saying his name basically yeah so with Kenny on there three times so far. Um, anyone who just no, wait, four, 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 four. No, 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 never mind, never mind. Either way, you're getting a lot. Of, you're getting a lot of names on there, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, it's so scuffed today. We're trying to get this all figured out. Um. So yeah, we got some people uh, in there already. We'll pick your names at the end. If you send any more super chats, make sure um, you know we'll make sure to put your name on the list, and mm. also make sure to read out any questions you have, any uh, predictions you have for wrestle for um, SummerSlam, for NXT, all that good stuff. It'll go up on the screen. You'll hear it on the audio form of the Fight Talk podcast tomorrow as well. But, yeah, so basically me and Jesse are in the same kind of boat. We're, like, not been the biggest WWE fans lately. Um, there should hopefully be some good stuff for this weekend. But as far as predictions go, I'm going to be going based mainly on who kind of I like better because I don't know the stories that well, if I'm being totally honest. 
Um, but that's where you guys come in. If you want your your voices heard, send us those super chats. We'll make sure to put them up on the screen. We'll read them out. Any predictions you got? Anything, even if it's like AEW related, because obviously a lot of good stuff's going on there. Or yeah. um, yeah, anything else? Just let us know. For sure. Yeah, I know. What's been funny is I've been falling asleep. I've been so tired from like the day. I've been falling asleep during wrestling show. I was even falling asleep during Dynamite, but it kept waking me up. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dynamite was awesome last night. Oh, it was so good. But, and then yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, and Punk Day. Ooh, that's going to be nuts. And they put Dana Garcia versus John Moxley on that show. I'm so pumped. Uh, so pumped. All right, well, as far as uh, SummerSlam goes, let's knock out these predictions. This will be probably a pretty short podcast today, y'all. So, once again, Super Chats, send those through YouTube. Donations, the links are in the description. Uh, donations and uh, Super Chats work the same exact way. We still make sure to prioritize whatever you send our way. And then also, uh, make sure to give a thumbs up on the video if you're watching right now. That uh, that helps up the uh, the channel a lot. And also subscribe if you haven't already. Yeah. So the first match we'll start off with here. We got Nikki Ash, or A-S-H, or uh, almost a superhero, versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. So I, I read on Twitter that I guess, I guess Nikki Ash has just been like losing a lot since winning the title. It seems like, um, yeah, thanks. It was the whole gimmick was her having like dumb luck. Mm, okay, so yeah, I I just can't speak on any of this. It had, the the what you've seen has it been good, frustrating. I mean, like, oh, fr- does anyone care? <laughs> I mean, Charlotte Flair's been good. Well, that's not a surprise. She's awesome. Yeah, um, but. It's been, for me personally, it's been frustrating because, like, the whole thing with Nikki Ash was, you know, she she always wins with this, like, almost dumb luck, you know? That's kind of, like, her superpower. (laughs) And now they're just kind of, like, making her look like a fool, and it's just the gimmicks just not getting over as much as, I guess, they would have hoped, which stinks for her. But so it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. It's pretty... I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. Like, I mean, Vince McMahon seemed to have run with this gimmick, like, full steam ahead. Mm. So, I don't really know if he wants to continue that or let it die or what. I mean, who's up first? Are you up first? Uh, yeah, you can go first. I, I just, I don't, I, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if Vince wants to go balls to the wall with this whole Nikki Ash thing, then it makes sense for Nikki Ash to win with dumb luck. She's been down on her luck, and maybe she can somehow get her luck back. Somehow, I, I don't really know what she could do. Uh, but if I'm booking it purely for preference, I would like to see Charlotte Flair win, just because I like chaos. Yeah, I mean, if it's my personal pick, I'm going to go Charlotte every time. I, I always pick Charlotte on Wrestle Rumble, like pretty much no matter what. Um, so for my WrestleMania predictions and for the sake of this, I'll <clears throat> probably go Charlotte again. Like the only, the only reservation I would have with Charlotte at all is the weird situation going on right now where like, yeah, like Andrade, AW, Ric Flair, clearly probably heading to AW, came out with Andrade at Triple Mania. Rick, Charlotte was there backstage at Triple Mania instead of going to a WWE house show that she was advertised for. Right. Um, so who knows how this is all going to play out. Like, will the WWE just keep giving Charlotte the title over and over again in hopes that, like, that'll get her to stay? Or 
do they start seeing the writing on the wall and they're like, damn, we're going to wind up losing Charlotte. Like, we might as well start making Rhea and, and Nikki the most that we can. So... Well, they've got Becky coming back soon, too, so... Yeah, but Charlotte's a big hit. If they actually lose her, that's huge. Yeah, um, that's, that's... That's that's a huge, huge get for AEW if they can get her. Which yeah. I think they will. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'll go I'll go Charlotte just because I always pick her. Like, I, I guess Nikki could win via... I mean, as you've explained, uh, she has super superpowers, but those powers seem to be just... Went just winning on accident, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, Rhea Ripley, like, I feel like if they had serious plans for her, they wouldn't have treated her the way that they have up to this point, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It should yeah. be interesting. It'll be a good match. I mean, it won't be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know enough. I, I don't... I just don't know enough about what they've done with Nikki Ash. I don't know anything about this character outside of just seeing. I saw her win the um, money the, in the bank. Well, I saw her like cash in the Money in the Bank, yeah. Um, and that's that's all I've really seen of this. It just it just screams. Don't watch this if you're over five years old to me. But like I, <laughs> but like that's that's just what you know what I mean. That's just so where I'm at with it. I just. That, so th- there's all right. I'm gonna go Charlotte Flair. You're going uh, Charlotte Flair as well, or Nikki Ash? I'll go Nikki Ash to be different. Okay, so yeah. Um, moving on, this one I'm actually looking forward to this match. So we have AJ Styles and Omos <clears throat> versus RK Bro, the team of <clears throat> Randy Orton and Riddle. Um, I saw that like Orton, I guess. RKO'd Riddle a couple weeks ago, but... Yeah, and then he got mad, and then they made up, and they hugged. Okay, so they... I mean, the match itself I'm interested in because AJ is still one of the best wrestlers in the world, like, regardless of what company he's with. Omos is, you know, still promising. Savannah, you you heard about this match, and she's like, yeah. Um... Omos is promising because, you know, all the things we talked about before on the podcast, like, I'm interested to see what they do with him and how athletic he, he actually is and stuff because he's huge. I mean, there there is something they might be able to do with that guy. I, it's just hard to really know, and they've set him up perfect with having AJ be his mentor and stuff. Like, they're setting him up for success, so we'll see where it goes. And then Orton and Riddle, like, Riddle's probably my favorite thing on Raw, and then uh, Orton is just OG at this point. I mean, he's like, he's a legend. You know, he just he is what he is. I feel like I've seen Randy Orton a trillion times do the same thing a trillion times, but at least this Riddle stuff is something different than what he's done uh, really before. So, I, and I think the match will be good. Like, I think AJ is going to work great with Orton and Riddle. I think Omos is going to throw Riddle around. Like, Riddle will make him look really good. He might even get some offense in on Orton, which would make Omos look good. Especially, like, if Omos pinned Orton, that would be huge. But my prediction is that Randy Orton and Riddle actually win the tag team titles. What about you, Jesse? Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think that one of the two pins AJ. Really? That could be true. I was thinking more along the lines of Randy Orton just turns on Matt Riddle again, just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, um... Maybe he does, like, after they win. I don't know. I was thinking that AJ and Omos retain, and Randy Orton just goes psych for Matt Riddle. 
leaves them down and dirty. But I mean, they they could win because I really do. Honestly, I really like RK Bro. I think it's like one of the funniest, most dynamic kind of tag team things that they've had going since AJ and Omos. So I and I want to see them keep going with it. But obviously, it's like when is Randy Orton going to turn in? Or they could have Matt Riddle turn, which would be funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know enough about the story to know, like, what direction they're really headed in. So that's, I'm just going based off of, like, I hope it's a good match. Um, I mean, I feel like RK Pro must have some momentum to it if, like, I'm so out of that WWE loop, but, like, I still feel like I see a lot of social media stuff about RK Bro. So I feel like, you know, strike while the iron's hot, and then they can turn on each other a little bit later down the road, maybe, but... Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... But so I'm going to take RK Bro. You got AJ and Omos? Yeah, I'll take AJ and Omos to be different. All right. Next match we got. Sorry, I keep hitting you with these. We'll get you a good one here in a second. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go first on. I'll, we'll, actually, there's some of these matches just aren't great. I'll give you this one. This is better than the one I was going to give you. And then I'll, I'll, I'll take the bad one. Uh, we have Alexa. Sorry, I'll do that one. Uh, we got Drew McIntyre versus uh, Jinder Mahal. Um, how do you feel about this? I don't know anything really about Veer and Shanky outside of a clip I saw on Twitter of Drew McIntyre with the giant sword looking like he was going to attack these guys. Um, he can use the sword in this, right? I don't, I can he? Is that a thing? I thought for some (laughs) reason, I thought that was the thing. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it just says here singles match with Veer and Shanky banned from ringside. So, okay. Yeah, who do you well, think wins this one? Uh, Drew McIntyre, and he's got to use the sword. He's got to cut off a limb of <laughs> thing. I mean, that's the only way this this works. I mean, I just don't care. I'm sorry. No, I yeah. don't. He comes out there with the dang sword, and then he like puts it away and wrestles, and then he uses it again. It's like, come on, man! Like, you have a sword. Like, logistically, if you're guys, use the damn sword. It's funny because that sword also, he started, like, coming at people with that sword, like, right after Nick Gage was on AEW with a pizza cutter. I feel, right? I kind of feel like that was hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, WWE was like, oh, y'all got pizza cutters? Well, we got freaking swords. We got swords that light off fireworks. Oh, but... because he, like, sword in the stones it, like, but he yeah. comes out. <laughs> So weird. Yeah, I'm gonna take I, Drew, I'm gonna take Drew McIntyre also, just for the record. I I, I just Ginger's just never done anything for me, so like I gotta go with Drew. Yeah, same. I have. I mean, I I have no idea like where Veer and Shanky came from. Like, I am not aware of them from like the Indies or any. Like, I just I have. I'm just very out of the loop. I mean, admittingly so, but. Uh, <laughs> Kenny, that bastard. Drew has to win by sword fatality. <laughs> yes, there Kenny. You go. Yes, thank you. Oh my god, Kenny, you're also um, only a few bucks away from another uh, Wrestle Rumble entry. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, thank you. So- yes, thank you, Kenny. Thank you. So yeah, we're both taking Drew. Um, that'd be a hell of a fall for him if it's like. Dude. You, you like carry the company on your back throughout COVID 
and then they take the belt from you, and everyone's like, all right, well, he'll get it at WrestleMania against Lashley. Like, at least they'll give him his moment in front of, you know, a stadium full of fans. And then uh, he doesn't win. And then yeah, now it's but like, I don't know. Bobby Lashley's fate may not be as good. Oh, I know. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh-huh. But, uh, but I just feel like, man, if you get, and then if you, if you wind up like losing a gender on this match, it's like, oof. Oh, that's not, that's not good. Um, so anyways, throwback, what's up, man? Welcome to the chat. Always good to see you, man. My chat is like super behind, so. All good. I, I got you. Okay. Um, yeah. Up next, this is the match that I spared you from having to, to pick first. We have Alexa Bliss versus Eva oh. Marie. Oh um, boy. So I've seen one thing about this feud, and it was the doll winking at Dewdrop. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like, I'm sorry, y'all, but like Eva Marie, like I, <laughs> I haven't seen her wrestle since she's come back, so I don't know if she's improved, but like, this just doesn't seem like it's gonna be good. And it, it, like, Alexa's probably gonna use magic, or like the doll's gonna like attack Eva Marie or attack do do drop backstage or something like it's this is just gonna be lame in my opinion but I, I'm, I'm gonna take Alexa Bliss as my prediction what about you Jesse I want I want Lily to steal Drew McIntyre's sword and hold Dewdrop hostage backstage <laughs> and dude it would totally make sense and Alexa's just like sitting in there laughing and she the the, the doll makes Eva Marie submit so that she won't kill her. I shouldn't say that. Shouldn't um, off. The- <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think this is all just building to like Lily and, and Chucky, right? Like in her WWE ring. Oh God. Because I see those commercials all the time, like Chucky on USA Network. Oh, is that what it is? Ew. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm over this. I'm ready for Dewdrop to turn. Let's hope that (laughs) happens. Alexa Bliss wins. Yeah, we'll see how that all goes. Um, I remember just for the the OG fans out there that, well, like WCW back in the day, Chucky actually has some experience because he actually feuded with Rick Steiner a little bit. Like back no in, way. Yeah, back when they it was like Bride of Chucky or whatever was coming out back yeah. then, and um, so Chucky like was on the Titan or not? They didn't call it the Titan Tron, like the big screen Titan Tron mm-hmm. type thing WCW had, and he like cut a promo on like Rick Steiner or something. Um, yeah, so he's he got a little experience. So I I think we could see Chucky versus Lily in a, uh, I mean. For being honest, like is Chucky versus Lily in like a uh, in some sort of pre-recorded match really that much more ridiculous than like a uh, uh, a final deletion type thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it really that yeah. much weirder? Not really. I mean, it's all it's all it just is all what it is. So I'm taking Alexa Bliss, and uh, it sounds like you're going the same. Yes. All right. Moving on to Add another. Paul- Wrestle Rumble. What's that? Add Paul Townsley to the Wrestle Rumble. Oh, Paul Townsley. Oh, he's asked how you get a Wrestle Rumble entry. Well, you said Wrestle Rumble. That's how we're going to get you one. Um, we're going to put your name on the list, Paul. 
And uh, at the end of the show, if you send a super chat, you're gonna if you send a super chat of less than ten dollars or totaling less than ten dollars, you get a, another two. If you send uh, more than ten dollars total, you get three, uh, and then another three for every uh, ten dollars yeah. past that you go. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but you got one shot in the entry right now just by saying Wrestle Rumble in the chat. And uh, the names will go up on a list. Yeah, I'm sure you've been here before for this, Paul. We just put every name on a list generator. The name just randomly will pop up on the screen. That'll get you a Wrestle Rumble entry for the Pick'em Contest for SummerSlam and also an entry for the uh, belt like, giveaway, the raffle they're doing as well. Um, all right, the next match we got here. Damian Priest and Sheamus. This is for the United States Championship. Um... I this mean, was, like, hmm. together. What's that? I think this was randomly put together because Damian Priest was still feuding with Miz and Morrison, and then he just, like, randomly decided to, like, come out during Sheamus' promo. <laughs> okay. From what I... So that's the build-up for this? Yeah. Um, This will probably be a solid match. I mean, like, it... Sheamus tends to overperform, like, especially in uh, in big matches, like... Especially when he's out there able to wrestle somebody that's going to, like, hit him really hard back. Um, mm-hmm. So this could be interesting. Both guys are pretty big, but both athletic. Uh, just going to say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, Damian Priest is... I've liked him since his days as Punishment Martinez. Like, you know, I, I, I haven't seen much of him on the main roster outside of the, the Bad Bunny stuff. Uh, so I don't know how he's looked, but I'm assuming, um, you know... It's it's like I don't know how Sheamus is done as the champion, but I you know I'm gonna guess they'll probably put the belt on Damian Priest. Like I guess you know really why not if you want to actually try to at least try to attempt to kind of make a new star. Um, Sheamus has been there a long time. Sheamus is still really good at what he does, but like we've seen it a, you know, a lot over the years. Like maybe Damian Priest can bring something different to the table. So I'm gonna take Damian Priest to win the U.S. Championship. What about you? Oh, sorry. This was your yours first, wasn't it? I'm sorry. I'll give you that. You're going to get better ones than I am, though. So we'll 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 make up for it. Yeah, you're good. No, I I agree. I think Damian Priest gets the win here. I think Sheamus. He's got that broken face. He needs time to heal. I think it would be good for him to like just kind of take a breather. It doesn't really hurt Sheamus because Sheamus is so so established as a fantastic wrestler and he's so respected in the company anyway. That I think a loss here would probably benefit Sheamus more than a loss would benefit Damian Priest because Damian Priest is working his way up. And I think Damian Priest is great. I think they're both talented. Like you said, they're huge. They're big, athletic guys who can do very athletic things and are very impressive in the ring. I think this will be a really good match. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Sheamus, like you said, always delivers. Damian Priest enjoyed him in NXT. Enjoyed his stuff with Bad Bunny. And his, you know, his feud with The Miz and Morrison, you know, it's not been good, but he's made it work. And I appreciate that. So the guy's got talent. He's got charisma. He's got the ability. I would love to see Damian Priest as the United States champion. And I'm going to go with that. Perfect. So we both got Damian Priest there. After that, you're up first here. We got Edge versus Seth Rollins. Uh, These are both wrestlers that I... I mean, Edge is one of my favorite wrestlers, like, ever. Um, And Seth Rollins is one of my favorite guys in the last, like, decade or decade Mm -hmm. plus if you go back to Ring of Honor. So, uh, how do you feel about this match here, and who do you think wins, Jesse? Ooh, this one's tough. Um, 
Hmm. My heart says Edge, but my mind says Seth. Because it just it makes more sense for the younger guy to get over, like the passing of the torch kind of thing. But at the same time, you have Edge there, um, who's like seeking out his revenge against Seth, and it could be the antithesis. But then again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I want to win. Who do I want to win? Mm. I want Edge to win. I just don't like Seth Rollins' drip gimmick. <laughs> I'm going to go with Edge just because I want this whole drip thing to end. Has Edge, like, won anything big outside of, like, the Royal Rumble and a couple of the Orton things? Like, the, like I, know, I, I know he got pinned at WrestleMania, him and Daniel Bryan, but has he done anything since then? No. Okay, I'm going to take Edge then. Because I feel like they're gonna need they need to establish him as like a winner. Because if he, if all he's really done since he's come back is win the Royal Rumble but lose at WrestleMania, um, he needs to get a win. I mean the Orton stuff it was back and forth. Um, I can't remember who ultimately won their big blow off match. It, it, Orton, it was Orton won like the the greatest match ever or whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll. I'm gonna go with Edge because I feel like he probably needs it if if he's gonna be around like even part time going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty wild because like we see what AEW did with Christian. It's like I could have been you, Edge. Like you know, Edge had offers from AEW when the WWE wouldn't clear him, and right when WWE found out that Edge had offers from AEW, they cleared him and got him and like put him back on TV after like nine years. Um, yeah. And now Christian's, like, having the run of his life. It's like, man, it's good to see both these guys thriving. But, like, I just, once again, just because it's WWE, I just don't care as much about what Edge is doing. It's unfortunate. But, uh, you know, I'm going to take Edge. I think this will be a really good match, though. And this is going to be, like, a markout moment for Rollins. I mean, I'm sure Rollins was a big Edge fan uh, coming up and everything. So So that's cool. Um, But, yeah, so I'm taking Edge. You're taking Edge as well? Or did you go with Rollins? I'm going to go with Edge. I'm going to Edge. Next one, we got Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. I'll let you do this one as well, because I, I did back-to-backs. So, is this match going to happen? I saw like a bunch of stuff on, on social I, media about how it might not happen. Well, I, and I we don't know exactly what it is, obviously, uh, what's going on. But, you know, unforeseen circumstances, what they're saying. Make of that what you will. Um uh, Apparently, I literally this morning listened to Brian Alvarez say that they were cleared and good to go for Saturday. So it's going to happen. Um, I mean, at this point in a rematch with WWE's 50-50 booking, I feel like you have to go Sasha Banks. Um, and then she'll just lose it in the rematch because that's what Sasha does. <laughs> She never defends her title. So I'm just going to go Sasha Banks just because, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me to have this feud keep going beyond the WrestleMania match unless they're going to, and for Sasha to, like, have this big return after, like, being gone. It doesn't make sense for her just to lose it, especially with Bailey being injured now, which sucks. But I'm going to go Sasha Banks. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, everything you said. Because... Like, can they top the WrestleMania match? I don't know. 
maybe. I mean, the WrestleMania match wasn't like the best match of all time, but like for it what was it was good. Yeah, but for yeah. what it was, like, I mean, like that, it was really more about the moment than the match. It was like the fact that it was the two of them and it was the main event and like they were getting like their respect and everything. Um, you know, the match itself, once again, it, it was very good. Like you said, it was a very it's good match. Fun. But, like, the point, my point with that, though, is, like, there is room to, to where, like, this match could be better. I don't think it'll be as big as a WrestleMania match, because that was, you know, once again, WrestleMania main event. That's, like, the biggest spot you could have in the company. Um, so, maybe they can go out there and have an even better in-ring match together. Um, which I think would be great. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of both these women. Like, I, I like both of them a lot. I think this will be good. Um, but I'm with you. I'm just, like, I don't know... It's like you already had a WrestleMania main event. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I this, this can't be bigger than that. The match might be better, but like this can't be bigger. So it's like, do you keep the belt on Bianca because you know you already had her go over Sasha at WrestleMania in front of more people? Like more people are gonna watch WrestleMania than SummerSlam. So it's like, yeah. so do you or do you go back to Sasha and then like you said they're gonna fifty fifty everything anyway? So like Bianca will probably wind up winning it back eventually um and then if sasha loses like what like what do you do with sasha going forward like if she keeps getting these titles matches and losing to the same person she'll get kind of lost in the shuffle yeah so throwback's got good input in the chat lately shout out to throwback what's he saying let's see if sasha wins uh could set up becky versus sasha versus bianca if they set Becky up due to trademark that WWE did, you could set that up for the fall. Or like autumn. Um. I mean, if Sasha wins, that could also just straight up set up Sasha versus Becky. Um, but then I'm gonna get lost, like you said. Well, I just don't know, like, if WWE cares or not about that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I have no, because it's like, with, like, Rhea, I don't think, I think that, like, they're, the experiment's over with her. Like, they, like, she'll still be in the mix, but, like, I don't think she's going to be the champ. Like, they, had, they, they, they did what they were going to do with Rhea, and, like, I, I don't think she's going to hit, really, that top spot. Bianca, I just, I, I think that, you know, they should keep pushing her, but I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, like. I mean, in WWE's mind, well, in 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 realistically speaking, Becky versus Sasha is a bigger marquee match than anything they could do with Bianca right now. It's just the truth. Yeah, um, is the name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the problem is like sacrificing somebody in that situation that could be a name with them. Like if they kept pushing Bianca, she could be, you know, a year from now, two years from now. Her versus, you know, Becky would be huge. I mean, it'd still be good if they did it, like, now. But, like, Bianca just... I mean, once again, Bianca's very solid, but she's not on the same level as Sasha and, and Becky and Bailey and, and Charlotte and them. Like, from, like, a from like a public perception standpoint, she's not yeah. on that same level yet. Um, but with time, it could happen. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, WWE, are they going to, like, have Bianca just... They're going to keep pushing her and, like set that up long term because like here's the thing like AEW that's probably what they would do like AEW would stick with Bianca and keep building her and like make her into on the same level but when it when I'm thinking WWE I'm thinking more like they're just seeing immediate dollar signs they're like okay who's gonna make us the most money right now Sasha versus uh Becky the Nick yeah 
So I'm going to take Sasha for those reasons. I'm taking Sasha as well. Cool. But personally speaking, I would like to see Bianca retain because I think it would help out Bianca. But um, So we both got Sasha there. The next match we got is the WWE Tag Team Championship over on SmackDown, um, which is the Usos defending against Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, who I guess they, they had to have won the titles from them. Yes. They did right after the whole debacle. Oh, that's right. It was right after the yeah, the DUI situation. Um I mean, once again, I just don't know. I mean, I, I would, I would just keep the, I'd keep the belts with with the Usos and just keep running with the Roman thing. We'll talk about Roman and, and Cena in a, in a minute, but like, I, I got to go Usos. Like once again, but it's the the, re- the reason it's so hard to make these kind of predictions is like what you've already said. Like, I, they fifty fifty so much that like, logically speaking, you should be looking at this and being like. The Usos win again. Like, they beat them the last time. They have the titles. The story with Roman is great. All these things just keep rolling with the Usos. They've won the titles so many times, but it's like, it still matters if they have the titles for a while. They're not just, like, hot-potatoing back and forth. But knowing WWE, they'll just have the Mysterios win again, and then, like, the Usos will beat the Mysterios, like, later, and they'll just keep kind of going back and forth, and and nobody will wind up getting elevated, uh, you know, at the end of the day. Um, Right. So I'm I gotta go with what I think logic is. I'm gonna take the Usos. Um, I think WWE logic, the Mysterios probably win, but I'm gonna go like actual what I like about wrestling logic, and I'm gonna say the Usos win. What about you? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Usos. I don't. I'm not really a fan of them hot potatoing these tag titles back and forth. I don't feel like it does them any good. I feel like um, even though they do it a lot. Uh, it makes no sense to me because I really don't want this feud to continue. There, it needs to be fresh. The Usos need something different. I'm going to say the Usos retain. Yeah, so we both got the Usos there. It will be a really good match. Um, I mean, Rey Mysterio <laughs> is still, uh, still great. But Kenny, that bastard. Usos retain because family Vin Diesel. <laughs> yes, that's that's <laughs> super accurate. Um, that's so true. Thank you, Kenny. Yes, that's hilarious. Um, I still I still need to see uh, Fast Nine. I haven't seen the new one yet. I ain't one. I've never seen one of them. Uh, I'm sure I told you. I I just watched like all of them like last month. <laughs> <laughs> like I hadn't. I had only seen the first three, and then I wound up like watching all of them up until the most recent one, all within like a week. Um. They're not very good movies, by the way, but it's like, it's like once you get deep enough, it's just like, all right, let's just keep going. Like, what, what winds up happening? Let me, let me get the full story here. Um, up next we have, oof, is this one, this one's me and then you, I think, right? Was this one me? I already forgot. You went last time. Okay, so I'll give you the option. Would you rather talk Cena and Roman or Goldberg and Lashley? Goldberg and Lashley. Okay. So that's what that's what we'll talk next. Jesse, what are your thoughts on Goldberg versus Lashley? It's for the WWE Championship. And uh yeah, what about what do you think about like this match actually happening? And then uh who do you think walks away as WWE champion? Okay, first of all, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate the fact that Goldberg can just walk in at any time and say, I'm next. 
and automatically get a championship shot. I think that's BS. Um, it's super annoying. Um, I would like this match to happen, and I would like... And I'm not even going to, like, go there. I'm going to manifest a Bobby Lashley victory. Um, what? A Bobby Lashley victory. Um, and Goldberg gets squashed to oblivion. Oh, wow. So you think Lashley, like, Goldberg's Goldberg? Yes. I don't, well, I don't know. I'm just trying to manifest it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably what most fans uh, probably want to see. Yeah, this is a tough you one. Want, to, sorry, yeah, you want, to kill a li- you want to kill a live crowd, like the biggest crowd they've had since the pandemic started. I Have mean... Gold- but it's also like you could say the same thing about like would you want to kill a live crowd at wrestlemania 30 when like brock beat the undertaker but like they made up for it with the uh the cena or sorry the uh, the daniel bryan thing at the end like the end of this show is definitely going to be reigns and cena like that's going to be the main event for sure um now granted i think we'll, we'll get to the picks after that but i think regardless of who wins reigns versus cena the the place is just going to be going nuts for that thing um, especially yeah. their entrances, but yeah, the the Goldberg and Lashley ones. It depends on how, how kind of how you look at it. Like Lashley or Goldberg, his whole situation right now is like the last little bit of his career. The stuff like you know he's like squashed Ziggler and he squashed the Fiend and the Fiend's not even there anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, but then like you know he beat. He loses to to McIntyre. That was his last match, right? It was the loss to McIntyre at WrestleMania when he was like, or was it maybe not WrestleMania? Um, it was. Was it? Was it Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, maybe it was the Royal Rumble. It was the one where he was like, "Yeah, you passed the test." It was like, "What? <laughs> like, you're, like you're the test?" Like. Well, no, I was giving birth, so I didn't even watch that. Oh, okay. So that's why, like, McIntyre beat him clean with a brogue kick. Maybe, like, three brogue kicks or something. Or, um, uh, not brogue kicks, uh, Claymore kicks. And then, uh, and then, like, Goldberg, like, got up after the match and, like, shook his hand and was like, you passed the test. What? It was like, oh. Like, okay. So (laughs) So Goldberg is the standard. Ew. I mean, I've said it before, and I won't go on a whole tangent on it, but, like, I love Bill Goldberg. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, huge WCW fan, grew up in Atlanta, Jewish, the whole deal, right? Like, I love Goldberg, but mm-hmm. I don't even want to see Goldberg on TV anymore. So, like, if I don't want to see this guy anymore, nobody wants to see this guy anymore. So, like, I can only imagine how everyone else, like, I have, you know what I mean? Like, to make me... Yeah uninterested is like which i'll talk about for the nxt uh predictions here in a second as well for some of these we'll, we'll kind of rifle through those but i have some more thoughts about that where it's like if you can make me not care about this that's pretty impressive um paul townsley with a super chat says i think bobby lashley is going to win because goldberg has a too much contract and he's already fought once that's a very good point to make. And and I was kind of heading there with uh, my thoughts on Goldberg because that that's part of the issue is, like, I don't think the WWE... I think in hindsight, the WWE probably feels like they made a mistake with this Goldberg contract. Because, like Paul yeah. just said, they've pigeonholed it to where you know he's only going to wrestle a couple times a year. And he doesn't look like the old Goldberg. 
Like, he's old. He's, like, knocking himself out in matches. Uh, bleeding on the way to the ring because he's, like, headbutting the door on the way out. Like, this is an um, old man. You know? Um, mm-hmm. He's not the... The perception of him is not what it was in the late 90s. It's not even what it was when he came back and he beat Brock Lesnar. and Because that run was, was awesome. Like, when he beat Brock, beat Owens, and lost to Brock at Mania, it was like... That was perfect, perfect send-off. Yeah. Everything since then has been just more and more disappointing every time you see the guy. Um, that said, he is the biggest star on the show outside of Cena and Roman. Like, as pathetic as that is, he is the biggest star. Actually, I'm sorry, he's the biggest star outside of Cena. I bet you if you asked 100 random people on the street, if you, you know Bill Goldberg or Roman Reigns, more, way more people are going to still know the name Goldberg. Um, yeah. That once again, that said, I, I I just don't think you put the title on him if he, if he's not going to have yeah. any more matches the rest of the year, and he already looks this bad. I don't know why WWE would want to sign him to more matches. Like, I I, I feel like Lashley has to win. Um, yeah, I see that back. But gold yeah. the match, Bobby, you passed the test. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Kenny, you just got yourself another uh, with that super chat. I think you hit ten. Yeah, he did. So you just got yourself another. And then Paul gets two as well. Yes, Paul will get you on there. Boom, Paul got Uh, you a couple more. Well, you know, they've done the whole thing with his son. Maybe his son costs him the victory. Oh, my God. Oh, my (laughs) God. I forgot that his son was a part of this story. His shirtless son, who's now, like, a man in four years. We all forgot, like, what five years will do to a child. No, that's that's a really good example of, like exactly what you just said like that that really is like it was mind-blowing when i saw that kid in the crowd like i, I saw like twi- like tweets about him yeah. or whatever i was like i was like wait no that's the same like that was the little shortlist kid from a few years ago what the hell well, i mean to put it into perspective when that storyline was going on scarlet was like a baby and now you know she's in grade school so it's a good point yeah i know it's just you don't when you're watching wrestling, you don't think of it as linear as a, you know, time being so linear like that, you know, so. Yeah, because most of the wrestlers generally, generally will look pretty similar throughout most of their careers. But their kids, yeah, you don't think about it. Because, I mean, even like Dominic, like I remember it was like yesterday when yeah. it was him, you know, being, his custody was on the line against Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Like. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take Lashley as my prediction. Would I be surprised if they put the title on Goldberg? No, because they I couldn't believe it when they did it with The Fiend. But part of my logic is like, if you're going to have McIntyre beat Goldberg, you got to have Lashley beat Goldberg too. Um, and yeah. I think that's hilarious, Kenny. The the whole you pass the testing that would be so funny if like now now Goldberg's gimmick is like. He instead of a winning streak, he loses every match and just tells his opponent afterwards that they have passed the test. That's so funny. <laughs> Corey, What's that? Corey with the monster super chat. Thank you, Corey. Yes, you want to read that, Jesse? I'm gonna go ahead. That was another twenty, so you're gonna get another. I mean, you're you're really uh, getting to a point where like you're probably gonna you're probably gonna <laughs> win this. This this puts you at it's another twenty, so we'll do another three and another three. You already had six, so you got twelve names on there now. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Corey. It says thank you, Jesse, for being an amazing best friend. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Corey, for being so cool. Yes. I hope Uthi Kane. Yes. 
Steven, thank you for being a great friend. Lots of love to you all. Haven't seen any of the Fast movies. Me either, Corey. I'm glad I'm not alone. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you very much, Corey. And, uh... Goldberg. <laughs> Professor Gimmick. <laughs> Go, Yes. Goldberg can be like the new Barry Horowitz. They were both Jewish. Barry Horowitz was... We used to wear the Star of David on his trunks. See, that, that was the thing. That's why I like Goldberg so much was because... <laughs> Up until that point in wrestling, as a kid, the only, like, there were, there were Jews in wrestling, but they didn't have, like, Jewish gimmicks. The mm-hmm. only one that kind of did when I was growing up was Barry Horowitz, but he was a complete jobber. Like, he always lost, and he was known yeah. as the jobber of the World Wrestling Federation. So when Aww. Goldberg came around, it was like, he he didn't wear a Jewish star or star of David on his trunks, but his name was Goldberg. Like, it was like, dude, this is, yeah. like, that's as Jewish as it gets. You know what I mean? It was like, this is the Jewish hero for me in wrestling. Um, and now it's like, you know, now he's kind of becoming Barry, Barry Horowitz. Like, if he was, if it's the rest of his career is just him losing, it's going to be the same kind of thing, which would be kind of funny. Um, we need more Jewish representation. Right right now, MJF is our guy. MJ, that's right. MJF and Paul Heyman will forever be our guy as well. But Yes, there's uh, always... Yeah, um, MJF's got a Star of David tattooed on him, actually, like, kind of, like, really? on his ribs, yeah. Um, but yeah, and all that said, uh, it's good to have representation out there, right? Like, whether it's Jewish, yeah. African-American, any kind of ethnicity, background, or religion, it's, it's cool to see, uh, it's cool to see all the diversity out there. But the, the, my point is, you have Goldberg, who, I just, I just don't see... You can't put the title on him again, right? Like, I'm I, as as mind blowing as the WWE's booking has been. Like, even they have to know this would be a bad idea. Because yeah, yeah. let's say Goldberg wins hypothetically, then what? Then he loses to someone. I don't know. Well, I know, but it's like, do you like? It's like you spent all this time building Lashley, all this time building McIntyre, like right, who and do then they, they have. Poop- they just, they can't do it. They can't. I don't want them to. I refuse. The only person I could see doing it would be, like, Omos. If they wanted to, like, yeah. mega push him. But that would be cool. It would be, but he's not ready yet. No, he's not. Not even close. So, so yeah, we're going to both take Lashley. I just hope the match is decent, and I hope that Goldberg doesn't make a yeah. fool of himself out there. Doesn't give himself a concussion before the match. Yeah. Ugh. We'll see how it goes. The funny thing is, like, if I watch this show, I don't even know if I'm going to watch all SummerSlam. I have no idea. But, like, I'll be marking out for Goldberg when I see him. I'm saying all this stuff, but, like, the the 8-year-old kid in me, when I, when that music hits and he breathes the smoke in and exhales it on yeah. the ramp, like, I'm still going to be, like, all this stuff I've said just goes out the window, and I'm going to be, like, spear and jackhammer this dude, Goldberg. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm gonna take Lashley, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's tough. And then uh, after that, main event time: Roman Reigns and John Cena, WWE Universal Championship. Now, one thing I want to just mention because I don't want to forget is so a big part of the Cena storyline is him winning the title again. It'd be the number 17, which would put him ahead of, ahead of Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, now, even if they 
did that, I think it's possible. I've said this on other podcasts. I think it's possible that Ric Flair wins the NWA title again. Oh. Because he looks like he's trying to wrestle. and He does. Right. The NWA has booked themselves into a corner with all this as the champion for over a thousand days because they do they have not built a clear cut successor within the NWA to beat him for that title. And I think it's possible that Ric Flair beats Nick Aldis for the NWA title and then Kenny Omega beats Ric Flair for the NWA title. Mm. And the reason that I say all this is because I think that would be the funniest thing ever. If John Cena won this match, got number 17, then Ric Flair went out there and got number 17 also, and then WWE had to somehow explain why John Cena needed another title win to, to have the record again. Because then they'd have to explain to the audience that like Ric Flair, who we let go, is out there actually wrestling still and winning championships in other companies. And I don't think they would want to ever bring that up. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh my god, uh, I'm taking Roman. I am taking Roman. Yeah. I think Roman has to win. Like you just got to yeah. keep mega pushing him as much as you possibly can. But uh, what do you think, Jesse? Do you think like you you got to keep going with Roman, or do you think John Cena comes back, gets this title, and even if he winds up losing it within a week or something, back to Roman Reigns. Like, do you think this is more about getting Cena that title win, or do you think it's more about establishing Roman and continuing his his mega push? Yeah, I mean, gosh, until, you know, the whole... Excuse me. (sighs) Um, Until the the whole Ric Flair debacle happened, um... I really didn't give it a second thought. I said Roman Reigns. So bringing Cena back, pop a rating, get some notoriety for SummerSlam, get some, this is not even pay-per-view buys anymore, but, you know, just get some notoriety. You know, the network wants it. Um, I mean, my God, basically this feud didn't officially start until Cena signed his name on a contract that wasn't even his. So, and the promo game was fun, but, you know, so what, really? It all comes down to what is more important to WWE right now. Is it the head of the table storyline, the bloodline storyline, or is it pettiness? And to me, I don't think that pettiness would be above this Roman Reigns, um, this Roman Reigns storyline. I think it's really important that they maintain the integrity of the head of the table, Roman Reigns, for a very long time until WrestleMania, really. And I think it's really important. I think you you are never, ever, ever going to hurt John Cena's push, ever, by anything you do. John Cena is John Cena. He's charismatic as heck. He's great. He can play up a crowd like no one else. He's super talented. You know, John Cena taking a loss hurts him not one iota, but it hurts Roman Reigns quite a bit. So... I'm going to go Roman Reigns. I think it'll solidify Roman Reigns. I think it puts him over. And I think Cena goes back to making movies, making billions of dollars. Yeah, I agree with all that. I agree with all that. Jell with a uh, with a question in the chat, basically asking what it would say about the rest of the NWA roster if a 75-year-old Ric Flair came in and beat the beat all for the title. I, tr- I Trust me, I get that. The, the problem with the NWA 
isn't necessarily the roster itself. It's been really, really, really bad booking. And, like, Tyrus, for instance, is their TV champion now. And Tyrus is probably the worst television wrestler on the planet right now. Like, if you're, like, bell to bell, he might be the worst wrestler on television. And he's the television champion for the NWA. Um, Nick Aldis, I like Nick Aldis, actually. I like him I like him more than most people do. But he's had the belt for over a thousand days. And the only people in recent memory that they were building that had a shot... Well, one was Marty Skrull, and obviously that's not happening for a variety yeah. of reasons. Um, I think he was going to be the one to beat him before all that happened. So then they had to pivot, and it was like, okay, so you have... Trevor Murdoch, who they did a really good job of building, but then they had a really stupid story as to why he didn't win the title belt. And then the other person they had been building was the Pope, D'Angelo Gennaro, who had the TV title. And it's a thing in the NWA, after you defend the TV title 10 times, you get a world title shot. And he was, like, right there. And the, they were behind the Pope. Like, it was like, if the, if the Pope would have beat all this for the title, that would have been a good a good story to go with. Instead, Tyrus beat the Pope before the Pope could get the title shot. So, like, they're just in a position where they have not built anybody within their own company to do it. And I think whoever beats Nick Aldis is, for that belt is probably going to be from outside the NWA, um, mm. which, is a, which is a real shame. Because yeah. when you have a title run that long, it really should be used to establish people within your own company. Um, but that's why I, I kind of default to the Ric Flair option, because it's like, he would get another title win. Flair clearly wants to wrestle. He's, I mean, for a 75-year-old man, he's in incredible shape. Like, yeah, you know, given his he, Yeah, exactly, especially given his medical history and stuff. Like, I saw a picture of him flexing in the gym the other day, and I was like, this dude's got bigger arms than, like, half the WWE roster still. Like, Dude's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, once again, health comes first. Like, if he can't get cleared, or if they're like, you you might die if you go do this. Like, I don't want to see Ric Flair die in the ring. Like, I'm not, that's not at all what I'm about. But if they can, if he gets cleared and he can wrestle a couple more matches, like, because the thing with all this is, like, people would just give it a pass because it's, like, it's Ric Flair winning the NWA title and the nostalgia would just be so huge that I think people can overlook kind of the limitations that Flair would have. Against Kenny Omega, Kenny would make him look like a million bucks. Like, he'd be flopping yeah. all over the place for Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. Um, you see the way he sold that kill switch on the chair? Yeah. Yeah, that was perfect. That was, like, the only... Honestly, that was one of the only reasons why I didn't mind Christian winning that match. Was because I was like, you know what? If Kenny's gonna get beat, like, we saw him get beat, but, like... I mean, he took, he went head first into that chair. Like, I mean, that's, that should beat anybody. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's wild. It's wild the time we're living in. But I feel like, once again, I feel like you just gotta go with Roman Reigns. You just gotta, I mean, yeah. he's, the, he's by far the best thing you have on a full-time basis if you're the WWE. It's not even close. So, don't ruin that, you know? It's easier said than done when it comes to WWE, unfortunately, but just don't ruin it. Don't ruin right. it. Because Cena's not going to be around for long. Like, he will go back to movies. He's a, he's an actual celebrity now. You know? Build, keep yeah. building people all you can. Before Roman gets too big and leaves also. Yeah, right. Um, Corey with another super chat. Thank you very much, Corey. He says, Raven and Paul Heyman are Jewish and Shelly Martinez. I knew about Raven, Scott Levy. I did not know about Shelly Martinez, though. That's interesting. Thank you, Corey. 
make sure to pop another I'll pop another oh. one of these on there for two. you. Or two? Two, yeah. Is it fourteen? Man, Corey, you are really stacking the deck for this this pick'em contest uh, raffle here for us because, which I love because you support the channel and you should get more chances to win. Um, I know you've already won uh, two entries. You might not have been in the chat when I announced it actually, and I, I need to message you the information. But you'll get all of it together uh, at the end of the week. But you won two uh, entries into the belt raffle already, Corey. So you could potentially get a third today and a pick'em contest entry. So that just goes to show y'all, people who are supporting the channel gives you a lot of chances to win free stuff from us. So um, thank you very much, Corey. And to Kenny, Kenny, your name's going to be on there four times. Paul's name's going to be on there three times as of right now. So, um, you know, there's still you still got a shot, Paul and Kenny. And anybody else who's in here right now, um, we got about 10, 15 minutes before I got a bail but we're going to like rifle through some uh, NXT pickums. So, if you have any <clears throat> any more super chats, it gets more more chances of you to get your name on the list for Wrestle Rumble. Uh and also if you just want your predictions read read out, um you know, now's the time to do that. Super chats and then the donation link is in the description below. Both work the same way. So, NXT, this is a show I haven't watched really since the last takeover. Um I do like the match lists for the most part. Uh, we'll do some predictions right now. I'll actually start off at the top and we'll work down. Walter and Ilya Dragunov. This match was probably my favorite match under the WWE banner last year. Um, yeah. yeah. It was on NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was probably... It was, like I said, it was probably the best match on any WWE brand last year, in my opinion. If you're like just straight up, bell-to-bell, hard-hitting, just wrestling. Um, Dragunov... See, this is another one for this match. Dragunov is in a position where, like... Well, let me start with Walter. Walter's in a position where... Like, he either needs to be the champion or needs to leave the WWE. So it's like... I He's in a really tough spot. Because he can only be the NXT UK champion for so long. But the second he gets moved to Raw or SmackDown, he's toast. So you want him to keep the belt because you want to keep seeing Walter being Walter. But at a certain point, similar to the Nick Aldis situation, at a certain point, like Walter has to put somebody over to make this all worth it. So right. Dragunov would be a good option. Like, I think Dragunov and Tyler Bate are... Walter, Dragunov, and Tyler Bate, in my opinion, are the best three wrestlers on NXT UK. Without a doubt. Tyler Bate has had the title already. But he could win... I mean, if he beat Walter, I wouldn't be mad about it. He's doing great with the Heritage Cup currently. Dra yes. Dragunov, he'd be a damn good option. He really would be. But So it's really hard to call this. Because it's like, is, it, is the time now for Walter to drop the belt? And if it is, Dragunov's probably the right guy. But if not Dragunov now, I don't know what they're going to do. Unless they're going to have Walter carry the title for another like year, which is totally possible. Um, this is a really tough one. This this is the hardest one on the show for yeah. me to predict. Hey, this is really hard. Because um, Walter's look damn good at takeover also. like He beat Tommaso Ciampa with a chop to the chest on the last takeover. Like They have made Walter a, a monster on NXT UK. 
I'm gonna say Walter retains again, but like this is like I will this will probably be the best batch on the entire show in my opinion. So Hands down. Completely agree. I'm gonna go Walter too. Yeah, I I I love that matchup. That's gonna be a hell of an opener if like they start the show with that. Um after that I'm I'm assuming the main event's gonna be Colin O'Reilly. So we're gonna talk about that one last. The main event we have the NXT Championship, Carrying Cross versus Samoa Joe. Jesse, who's your prediction for this one? We got Samoa Joe returning to the ring after being let go and being a commentator and all that stuff. And Carrying Cross, who is completely un- unstoppable on NXT, hasn't lost in over a year, hasn't lost ever on NXT, uh, but he's lost on Raw a few times. So uh, where are you at with this and who wins? Um, I'm going to say Karrion Cross's time is up. He's going to the main roster to be a jobber. I think Samoa Joe wins. I don't know, just to be fun. I think Samoa Joe is the best. I don't like Karrion Cross, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a house divided over there for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I don't even know. Michael. Michael. He's gonna... <laughs> is Karrion Cross still your favorite? Oh, even though he looks like an ass on Raw. Well, he lost to Jeff Hardy in his first match. Mm, he's letting it play out. Sounds like Michael's letting it play out. Okay, so he's still his favorite. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe. Also, uh, the main reason is. So Joe wasn't in the company and they rehired him and you know he probably got I mean, I've said I've talked about it before, that's a whole other thing, but like Samoa Joe could be debuting in AEW right now with CM Punk and Brian Danielson and like revolutionizing revolutionizing wrestling. Um, but he must have had a real incentive to go back to the WWE. Um, I don't want to speculate on like financials and all that stuff like i'm, I'm sure like yeah. he made w, he's WWE for the right reasons but like i think part of that had to have been them pitching him winning the nxt title again like it being like hey we're gonna bring you to nxt you're gonna be the one to beat carrying cross and then uh you'll be the face of the company for a while similar to finn balor and i mean i smojo's already been the nxt champion twice he's already been there done that uh I just don't care. It's so sad. It's so sad that I've gotten to a point of not caring about a guy like Samoa Joe. But, like, I don't think this match is going to be particularly good. Um, I'm going to take Samoa Joe, though. I, th- I think Samoa Joe wins the NXT Championship. And then, like you've already mentioned, Carrying Cross becomes a jobber or, like, a mid-card level dude for uh, for Raw or wherever, whatever brand he winds up on uh, full-time. And that's... Uh, you know, that'll probably be the fate of Karrion Cross. So, and Samoa Joe's going to be in NXT Purgatory for a while. Like, he'll be he'll be the champion, but, like, no one's going to really care that much. Now, the now the other thing they could do, if Karrion Cross retains, if the main event goes the way I expect it to, I could see Kyle O'Reilly beating Karrion Cross for the title. But they'd have to do it, like, really soon. Like, it'd have to happen on, like, the NXT show, like, this Tuesday. So that'd be the only other option. Either Samoa Joe beats Karrion Cross uh, on the pay-per-view or Kyle O'Reilly beats Karrion Cross for the title like within the next couple weeks. So, because they got to oh, get the belt off him. Interesting. Yeah. He can't be showing up on Raw and losing to 
Jeff Hardy and Keith Lee and stuff with holding the... I mean, I know he beat, he beat Keith Lee, but the point is, y'all know what I mean. He hasn't looked great on Raw, and they got to get the title off him. Um, so, But I'm going to take Samoa Joe. I'm just going to go what I think is kind of the more obvious the obvious plan. And then maybe Kyle O'Reilly beats Samoa Joe for the title. I don't know. I feel like they got to make Kyle O'Reilly champion like ASAP. After that, we have Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship. I have not seen anything of Dakota since she's been back. Um, Gonzalez has looked impressive. Uh, she always looks good on takeovers. I feel like they should just have her retain the title because she's hasn't had the title for very long. Uh, I know this is a long-term story, though, between the two of them. But I think Gonzalez should, should retain the title personally. What about you, Jesse? I completely agree. Sorry, the baby's doing a thing where she, like, for some reason. Ah. Um, yeah, no, I think I think she needs to retain. I don't think it's Dakota Kai's time quite yet. I mean, if she did win, I wouldn't be mad, but I just I just don't feel like it's her time quite yet. Yeah, I agree. They've done a good job building Gonzalez, and uh, I think there's a lot more she can do as a champion. Yeah, completely agree. After that, we have L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes, who will have Ted DiBiase in his corner. This is for the Million Dollar Championship. If Grimes loses, DiBiase must become Knight's butler. Isn't Grimes already Knight's butler? So I guess they'd both be Knight's butlers? I, I don't know. Um, uh, is this on you? Me, you, me. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, do you, who do you got? L.A. Knight or Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar Championship? I feel like that stip is setting up Grimes to lose, but I'm going to go Grimes winning because I just think you need to keep going with it because I think the Cameron Grimes story is working. So I'm going to go with that. So you're going Cameron Grimes to win the million dollar title? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with that too, mainly just because I like Cameron Grimes more. Like, I mean, it's really no, it's really not anything against really LA Knight either. I just like Cameron Grimes. Um, I hope he's successful. I want him to win. Mainly when I watch NXT, Cameron Grimes loses, so I'd like for him to win. So, pretty simple. Um, Don't think the million-dollar title really means anything. uh, True. (laughs) But, you know, that's just where NXT's at, I guess. And then the main event, what I'm assuming will be the main event, we got a two-out-of-three falls match. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Fall number one's a traditional wrestling match, which makes Kyle O'Reilly look kind of like a dweeb. Cool Kyle. You couldn't have thought of a cooler match type than a traditional wrestling match. Um, Because they got to pick the stipulations, by the way. Kyle O'Reilly picked a traditional match. Adam Cole picked a street fight. And then William Regal picked a steel cage. So, we're going to have traditional wrestling, steel cage. Sorry, street fight, and then steel cage. That's, of course, assuming they go one and one and there needs to be a third fall. Um, I feel like they got to go with Kyle. Uh, Adam Cole is either going to the main roster or AEW. So this is it for Adam Cole in NXT. Like it has to be. So I feel like you got to stick with Kyle. Like he's got to win. You got to have Kyle win the NXT title very soon after this. And you got to be off to the races with Kyle O'Reilly because you've been building him and it's got to all be for something. And you're also going to need hooks for these people to stay in the company. Like, I know that might sound extreme to a lot of people listening right now, but you got, you got to, if you're a guy like Kyle O'Reilly and your contract is coming up anytime soon, 
you see the writing on the wall and you go, okay, like, I know AEW is going to want me. I know Ring of Honor is going to want me. I know MLW is going to want me. I know New Japan is going to want me. I know, you know, name all these companies. They're all going to want me. I can make good money. I can go back on the indies and make good money. I can get all the merchandise, all the full percentage of my merchandise again and all this stuff. So the WWE is going to have to really start catering to really good indie workers that are that are in the company right now. Um, especially if they wind up losing Adam Cole. Like, if Adam Cole leaves the company and winds up in AEW, they really need to evaluate how they're treating guys like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and, and uh, I mean, even guys like Walter and Dragunov and, and those kind of guys because, like, they're they're going to just keep leaving unless, like, they're giving ti- they're given titles and big pushes and stories that really interest them because, you know, why would you yeah. stay otherwise at this point? So, especially if you're a smaller guy, like if the company's only going to keep getting bigger and bigger, they're they're going they're going back to football players and and athletes from outside of outside of wrestling that are big and under the age of thirty. So if you're Kyle O'Reilly and you're you know six foot even or maybe shorter and pushing, I'm assuming probably in his early to mid thirties, you got to be like, you, you got to push me or I'm out. You know, I mean that's how I would. Look at it. So, I got to go Kyle O'Reilly for all those reasons. And then I, as a as a as a fan of Adam Cole, the human being, I hope he does whatever is best for him and his family uh, with the decision he makes. As a fan, selfishly, I really want him in AEW. So, um, we'll see how all of this goes. But Jesse, you got Kyle O'Reilly or Adam Cole? I agree with everything you said. I think it makes sense for Kyle O'Reilly to go over. I think Kyle O'Reilly needs to win. I think Adam Cole has done what he can in NXT. Uh, what his future holds, I don't really know. But I don't think that it involves NXT. And if it does, I'll be shocked. If, if Adam Cole wins this, I will be super duper shocked. Um, I think this will be really fun. I think this is going to be one of those really good storytelling matches. I think they're going to absolutely just burn the house down. Um We'll see how it goes, but I'm going to pick Kyle O'Reilly. There you go. Good prediction, in my opinion. Right now, I am just getting everybody's name in the random generator. i got to make sure i got Corey on there 14 times, so give me a second, y'all. One, three, four, five. And if you can uh, let them know what to do for the channel while I'm doing this, Jesse, I'll get it all set up. Sure. Thank you so much to our chat. Our chat is, like, the best. We love you guys so much. Lots of really super cool, engaging conversation today. Um, so thank you so much. We want more amazing, incredible people like yourself in the chat. So if you could, please do consider subscribing to the channel and giving this video a, a thumbs up. It really does help the algorithm out, and it helps the algorithm recommend this video to like-minded people like yourself. And we want more amazing, like-minded people like you guys. So that would really, really help us out. If you can, too, leave a comment once this live stream is over. Leave a comment on the video. That helps, too. We need all the help we can get. We want more people subscribing. So thank you. Yes, perfect. And the timing was perfect there too. So what we're going to do right now is I have the names of the people who sent in Super Chats or that um, Super Chatted slash mentioned Wrestle Rumble in the comments. We got Corey on there 14 times, Kenny on there four times, and Paul on there three times. I'm going to hit the random generator button here. The name that pops up is going to get a free entry for the WrestleRumble.com SummerSlam Pick'em Contest. Top prize is $1,000. Second and third both get $100 each. And he's also going to wind up, the winner will also wind up getting 
a free entry for the belt giveaway for the Winged Eagle Championships, three full-size replicas in three different uh, strap colors. For first place and second place, we'll wind up getting three mini versions of those replica titles. So with that all said, let's pick a name right here. You know what? I'm going to throw your name on here also, Throwback. You support the channel a lot. I see you in here. Yeah, Throwback. I'll throw you in there last second. One one for being in the chat here. So Throwback, you wind up winning that. That was the best luck of all time right here. Um, <laughs> here we go. Here we got Kenny, that bastard. Oh, Kenny. <laughs> um, Kenny, you did it. So uh, I don't know if I have you on Twitter or not. Um, I ha If you're still in the chat, Kenny, please say your Twitter name in the chat. Me and Jesse will hang out here while I'm going over the sponsors. Um, I, might, I might even have it already uh, through Twitter. I just have to check. Um, but... Corey, you're still going to win uh, two entries for the belt raffle because that was from the last stream, so you're still getting those. And then Kenny's going to get a Wrestle Rumble SummerSlam entry as well as a, uh, a belt raffle entry. So um, I'm going to hide this screen. Oh, Kenny, there we go. It says my evil reign continues. <laughs> yes, congratulations, Kenny. Make sure to, to shoot me... Um, your Twitter information. I'm looking on my Twitter too, but if you can throw your Twitter in the chat, that would be preferable. I'm going to hide this from this from the viewers for just a second while I get the sponsors pulled up. Um, Instagram. Thanks everybody for joining today, by the way. Like Jesse was saying, we really appreciate y'all. Yeah, for real, for sure. We definitely appreciate it a lot, especially on a Thursday morning. Yeah, especially because we're just, we're so random with our, our times and dates right now. So, like, anybody who's able to just jump in here last minute is, yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, all right. So, Kenny, still got a little bit more time while I get this uh, sorted here. Um, so, please, please let us know what your Twitter is so I can make sure you get your, uh, <laughs> your free entries or even if you want to put your email but I don't know if you want that like oh, okay he just sent it um uh I gotta get it on another screen hold on a second Kenny uh the 16 is not a Okay, so it's it's this, but not spaced. Let me just make sure I can find you real quick, Kenny, while I've got it all pulled up here. Okay, perfect. Kenny, I've got you pulled up. I will send you a direct message right after the show ends. All right, dude. Perfect. So here are the sponsors for today. Music City Toys and Collectibles, the place to be for all wrestling memorabilia, whether it's action figures, DVDs, autographs, 8x10s, uh, anything you think of for pro wrestling, Music City Toys and Collectibles have got you covered. And, you know, their retail location, 101 West Main Street in Waterton, Tennessee, W-A-T-E-R-T-O-W-N, 101 West Main Street in Watertown, Tennessee. Um, they got not just wrestling stuff, they got MMA stuff, they've got other sports stuff. 
They've got comic book type stuff, Ninja Turtles, that type of stuff. But they really, really have a lot of great wrestling stuff. So check it out. Check out their new website at musiccitytoys.biz and follow them on all social media at musiccitytoys. Shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. I just noticed the other day, well, actually, my brother told me, uh, Jane, Jade Cargill uh, like just liked a whole bunch of his Instagram posts, apparently. So shout out to Jade. Huge fan of Jade, if you happen to see this. Um, and you go train with my brother. That chick is in like incredibly good shape. Cargill. Um, and she can get in even better shape by training with my brother. And so could you, if you're listening to this. So he is boxing ATL on Instagram, B O X I N G ATL on Instagram. He is a part owner of steel boxing and athletics, a gym out of Atlanta, Georgia. He can help you reach your goals. If you want to learn how to get in better shape, throw hands, self-defense, if you want to compete at an amateur or pro level in any combat sport, or if you you know have any kind of neurological issue, if you've got Parkinson's, MS, dystonia, anything like that, Brian is certified in a wide range to be able to help you with whatever you specifically need. So doesn't matter what your age is, doesn't, doesn't matter what you weigh, doesn't matter what your background is or anything. Like He will set up a plan specifically for you and help you reach your goals. The best way to get in, in touch with him is to hit him up on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. And last but never least, as I mentioned before, over and over, WrestleRumble.com. Jump in, be a part of the WrestleRumble SummerSlam Pick'em Contest. Top prize is $1,000 cash. Second and third, both get $100 each. And there's also the $1 entries for the Winged Eagle Championship giveaway. First place is going to get three full-size Winged Eagle Championship belts with three different strap colors. The second place winner is going to get three mini versions of that title belt, or those three title belts, rather. Also, as always, make sure to uh, subscribe to independentwrestling.tv. That's iwtv.live or independentwrestling.tv. Use code FIGHTTALK, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K, all in word with no space. Throw that in the promo code spot. Help support the podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, at FightTalk underscore. That's right underneath me. And I'll have Jessie's pulled up here in just a second uh, when she's talking about her stuff. So, Jessie, if you want people to know what you got going on, go for it. Sure. Obviously, you can follow me on Twitter for all things live tweeting, wrestling, football coming up soon. Like, less than, like, it's like two weeks away. Like, holy shit. For... Getting shout outs from Bully Ray on the Twitter. Right? Well, that was wild. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, when someone mentioned that, I was like, oh, dang. That's pretty cool. Even though I haven't done like, a reaction video in a while. But I may do one for Rampage. We shall see. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's where you can follow me. Um, my Instagram is private. My Facebook is private. So I don't really, because I use those for family. So, um, the only place really is either my Twitter or my OnlyFans. If you want to DM me, that's the place to go is my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. My DMs have been like broken. I haven't been able to send any messages for a few weeks, but I think they're starting to work and I got to get in there because I want to answer them all at once. I don't want to go in and just answer a few because I don't want anyone to get left behind. So now's a great time to subscribe. OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. Um, help support my family directly. Um, that's the best way. Um, other than subscribing to the YouTube channel and liking the videos and engaging here. And then you can use my Papa John's pizza code, Jesse25, for 25% off your entire Papa John's pizza order. It's almost football season, great pizza season. It's back to school season. Don't have time to cook dinner. You're still rushing, getting used to the schedule. 
Use my code Jesse25 and get 25% off your entire online order at PapaJohns.com. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day that I know uh, you and this person don't get along very well, and they didn't, and they oh. were, and and I, and I told them to use your pizza code. <laughs> Great, that's so funny. I saw they were looking to buy pizza, and I was like, use code Jesse25, and like they didn't know it had to do with you, but I was just <laughs> like, yeah, just use the code, like, um, so maybe you got a little bit off that. That's uh, Kenny, that bastard with another super chat before we get out of here. Thank you, Kenny. Says, shocked I have won two raffles in a row. Mwahaha. That's an advantage of, of supporting the channel, Kenny. Uh, people yeah. who send us super chats and donations, we do what we can to try to um, give you some free stuff along the way. So we, we really appreciate that. Yep, we appreciate you, Kenny. We appreciate Corey, Throwback, George, everybody. We all appreciate you. Everybody. Very mm-hmm. much so. Um as always, you know, if you're into the stuff I do with Fightful, make sure to support them as well. FightfulSelect.com. Uh, I do the Weekender podcast every Sunday talking independent wrestling, pretty much the whole world outside of the WWE. Uh, but I do still talk some WWE stuff, 205 Live and NXT UK, and kind of the current state of those shows with, with kind of what's going on with that. So um, support Fightful Select. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp has, you know, he's the go-to guy for news uh, in the world of wrestling. He's always dropping stuff on there. Alice Pulaski's Sour Graps pod, uh, podcast. Awesome show. So you get a lot of value there over at FightfulSelect.com. I'll be doing uh, a live chat. Every every Tuesday we do uh, the show with me and Doug uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern. I sh- I think this week will probably be this probably be on time. i got to talk to him because I might be having my fantasy football draft that night. So we might start a little late. But, yeah, I'm getting excited for fantasy football to come back. Getting ready for uh, yeah. the NFL to be back. Shout out to Dave and Buster who's been killing it over there. Went back there yesterday and killed it again. Nice. Yes, my arms are sore, are sore from throwing so many balls yesterday. But Nice. Um, yes. I'm about to go hit golf balls with my dad. He's going to be here in about 10 minutes. So, um, so yeah, you guys have a great day. Jesse, anything before we sign off? Nope. Everyone enjoy SummerSlam. Have fun. Yes, enjoy SummerSlam. Enjoy NXT TakeOver. Enjoy, enjoy Rampage tomorrow night. <laughs> See you Punk. Oh. Let's go. Yeah. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for joining us, and we will be back uh, sometime soon. Just make sure you're subscribed right here on YouTube, youtube.com slash Buckeye or sorry, slash Jesse Davin, and um, make sure you're following us, us on Twitter, at fighttalk underscore at Buckeye. 